0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Neon Genesis Evan Glorio. I have not had time to prep a intro or anything for this, uh, but we decided to uh, get together for an impromptu podcast to talk about the Netflix release of Hooray. Neon Genesis evangelion which is
1: finally here Oh boy yep you which heard happened. it on the the podcast yesterday or whatever that or what this morning that <laughs> will be out on netflix and then we decided oh it's out on netflix let's record another podcast
0: well i you know i the reason why uh-huh. we decided yes. to do that is uh the discourse has begun but it's,
1: perhaps it's, not the it's, discourse we were not anticipating well we thought it would be I don't know
2: about y'all, but uh, I feel like the only actually good thing that's come out of the discourse is uh, people bringing to light um, the N64 game. uh, (laughs) Yes, the Neon Genesis Evangelion N64 game, which has all of the iconic music from the anime, but rendered through the N64's MIDI sound chip. So if you've ever wanted to listen to uh, Calm Sucer Todd, but. uh, played with the pan flutes from paper mario that uh, y'all should definitely check that out
0: <laughs> it's real good I have, I have not seen that come up oh it's uh, very yet. good but uh what i have seen come up is uh, um, netflix doing what netflix does to anime not um, supporting it very well <laughs> Like and, you know, I don't, I don't want to make this podcast just dunking on Netflix and saying they ruined everything. We do it but, all the time uh,
1: already, my dude.
2: Yeah, I gotta but, uh, say, man, I gotta really question Netflix's decision to uh, hold on to Evangelion for uh, twenty-five years <laughs> uh, before releasing it in one full batch on, uh, well, on, on Netflix. I, I guess least- they were really holding out for the rebuild movies, but uh, yeah. you know, just timetable uh, uh, right. didn't
0: work out. At least from what I saw, they did not put the Netflix original tag on it like we were fearing. So that's one positive, I guess. I mean, I wasn't really
2: fearing it as much as just like, man, wouldn't it be I funny? Feel like, I feel like that actually yeah, do that. I feel like
1: they could absolutely not get away with that part. Um, yeah, but what, what they can get get away with? Gel, right.
2: worth a so,
0: Yeah, no, Gynax doesn't. They they, they they they'll take whatever they can get it in two thousand nineteen. But uh, anyway, so I'll, we're, we're going to hit the highlights here of some of the concerns right. that have popped just up.
1: So, to be noted, I have not time to watch on Netflix. I'm going entirely by what you're
2: telling me. Uh, yes. I also want to note I have not even finished the series yet, so I am <laughs> doubly going just by what you people are telling me. Uh, well, I have
1: had I've seen some time
0: tweets to all. watch one plus episode Great. and do a, and do a few uh, bits of my own research on it um and, and looking at some of the key stuff that people have been complaining about so i will fill you guys in Great. and we'll see how this goes sure. but uh so number one biggest thing that immediately came up that uh everybody saw was uh, they removed fly me to the moon as the ending song
1: for Assume for licensing purposes like when yes. didn't to the east came to the west they could only license the Oasis track for one episode. <laughs> uh, yes. <I> remember. <laughs> uh, when Speedgrapher came to the U.S., they could not license Duran Duran for the opening, and they had to replace it
2: entirely. So, in all fairness, I can almost understand that there is probably some poor fucking intern at Netflix who was like tasked with like writing up the emails to like discuss rights, and was like, "Wait a minute, are you telling me?" This show has like twenty versions, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. of oh, "Fly Me to the Moon."
0: <laughs> yes. Um. So, in case there was any question that it's a rights thing, it the the uh they they do still have the "Fly Me to the Moon" in the Netflix Japan version. I
1: assume, I assume that's a totally different sphere of rights, though. Yeah, uh, yes. I, I imagine that so, maybe it's
0: potentially easier there for some reason or another. Well, they may still have right, but. What I find interesting is, like, I'm assuming the rights to the actual song, Fly Me to the Moon, are not difficult to get. I mean, if Bayonetta can get it, then it must not be that hard. Well, but if Bayonetta can get it. But, because uh, Platinum doesn't have any money. Come on. Well, at least prior to near. year. Yeah, but, but uh,
2: Kamiya has clout, man. If if Hideki Kamiya uh, was like, I want Fly Me to the Moon, could you say no to him? Maybe That's not. I think, say, it, I think it, but, it uh, must be the hundred different
1: versions of it.
0: Yeah, so they did record the specific versions for the show that were all the you know with different actresses singing them, the different voice actresses and you you know once you get that involved there's going to be all the Japanese mafia record labels. I uh, don't know, maybe
2: maybe Netflix like maybe Netflix looked at uh, Evangelion Netflix. and it was like, "Oh, we should do the same thing. We should get our dub voice actors to also sing their own renditions." Yeah, <laughs> sure, fly me to the moon.
0: Uh, that uh, that did did, not did happen,
1: happen, the East track on Shinji's SDAT player.
2: Yeah, yeah. the Sato's dubbing to sing that track. Too. I have not.
0: I have not checked that yet. So that will be uh, something to, to look into. But um. But yeah, I I I'm assuming. I mean, does this mean that Japanese record labels are more powerful than Netflix? Knows, or does this mean dude. Netflix just didn't I mean, care Netflix, enough? Netflix
1: probably is. I mean, actually, I'm sure they are. Involved with organized crime in some fashion, but I mean,
2: <laughs> probably not to the quite the extent of. I mean, I don't want to like cast aspersions here, but honestly, my guess is like, you know, Netflix probably just took the path of least resistance. Yeah. Like, it's probably not a, a malice thing. It's heck, it might not even be a laziness thing. I mean, okay, it probably is to some degree a laziness thing. It's probably just like, look. Neogenesis Genesis Evangelion, as big as it is within the anime sphere, as big as it seems to have blowed up on Twitter, is not Stranger Things or fucking... Actually, that's literally the only Netflix original I can think of off the top of my head. Like, you know, sure. it's not daredevil what? question mark what? i don't know oh, like daredevil
1: right right yes i mean the, the point is like it's not
2: something netflix can control every aspect of right and but I mean, what i mean even more than that it is not something that netflix necessarily has like a direct investment in seeing realized to its fullest potential <laughs> right remember <sighs> when they bought the license like and
1: funimation put out those statements or whatever about how oh, like because they lost the bid for yes <laughs> And yep. they put this whole thing like Netflix doesn't support their shows like we would support it to the fans like
0: I hate to say uh, what's his name from Funimation is right ben but he was, yeah, <laughs> yeah he was uh, I mean, yeah fuck that guy probably right, probably right. right on this one at least yeah. Um, yeah. yeah yeah I mean he also had an axe to grind but apparently yeah. he was uh, yes. you know right but, you know
1: like Fun Funimation brought over the rebuild movies like they did go to lengths to get a lot of the original dub cast back etc.
0: Yes, and uh, we we've noted on previous podcasts they kind of screwed over the original dubcast on this one, uh, who very much wanted to e- even just audition for the parts, and it did not work out uh, yeah. for them. I
2: mean, I think like as someone who has never listened to the original Evangelion dub, you know, like I I can't really speak from you know an emotional standpoint here, you know, as somebody who has watched a lot of anime with, you know, what are often considered a very iconic dubs, you know, like for example, cowboy bebop or something like it does seem very weird. I guess that Netflix felt this like insistence to like, you know, quote unquote, leave its own mark on the show.
0: Well, I, I think again, this is going to come back to, they probably didn't want, because they wouldn't have had the rights to the dub. They probably didn't want to put out the, whatever it costs anymore. Does ADV even exist anymore? Like didn't, well, didn't they eventually all fold into Sentai or whatever? I don't know. Yeah. But I I don't know how that works, but maybe that Netflix doesn't either and didn't care enough to find out. But I, I have a feeling that's probably more the case. I I I could be wrong on that, but, um, so what's next, but yeah, just one more note on the dub. The acting seems fine from what I've seen.
1: I looked at at some, cast lists or like i skimmed and, the character sheet on wikipedia right. and was like yeah these are voice actors voice kind of like the typical who's who of modern
0: anime dub like yeah PA work yeah i yeah so the act the acting seems fine and i think the casting seems okay right. from I don't, it that, I don't think that i don't think that was ever
1: the problem with a new dub right Like, yeah. right.
0: i think where all the the rest of these problems are going to be tied to is the actual like localization and translation Uh, choices that have been made so let's let's start with some easy ones uh first of all the i found it interesting that you know evangelion has the unique dual titles thing going on and uh in not only did they choose to not use both titles which i kind of understand I mean,
1: that half they're all in the eye catches in the show right like
0: yeah i'm just saying in listing listed in the thing it's a bit weird that a they didn't choose the english titles because if you're going to pick one i'd figure you'd pick the english right. ones.
1: those are the ones that are visually on screen
0: right yeah and then and then b they decided to go with the uh, the Japanese titles and also localizes them differently than what we've seen I mean, in the past, and also what's in the eye catches because <laughs> some of them are. Oh little- uh,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. I think I, mean, I think the argument you can make here is if it's like, a, if it's a fully new translation, then
2: right, right. I guess I guess what I was actually going to argue is I suppose I, I, I question the validity of that as an excuse because, like, I guess for me, like. I mean, look, video games, like especially, st- you know, to to tie this to video games, like that have been brought over from Japan have often been, you know, translated somewhat erroneously, mm-hmm. you know. But I wonder if there. I mean, I guess people usually don't like, you know, call out Ev- Evangelion episodes specifically by name, but I wonder if there could be an aspect of brand confusion here because, like, no, oh, maybe if you're talking about, oh, you mean episode. F- dude, I can't remember any of the goddamn Japanese titles, so I can't really <laughs> use an example here. But he's like, Look, oh, episode five, such and such. And you're like, oh, don't you mean episode five something else? And I guess... I mean, Ava was never good for that because of the double title thing. Well, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think everybody does just kind of use the numbers generally. All I'm saying is, how do you not call episode nine both of you dance like you want to win? It's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I mean, okay, that is, a <laughs> good, that is a good point to bring does up. Does it say that in the eye-catch? It does say it in the eye catch, but in the in the I mean, uh, <laughs> there you go, yeah. That's
1: All I got, man.
0: But I'm just saying, why didn't they use that as the? Why didn't they use the English title then? Like, if why did they have to with
1: one? As long as they're sticking with one, whatever, yeah.
0: right? Like, that's fine. I, yeah, I mean that. Sure, this is
2: but I, be... I, I I agree it's with Shell. A... No, this yeah. is a petty point worth <laughs> having, uh, <laughs> taking a stand on. Like, I I have okay. I have I've put my foot down for pettier things in the past, so you are going to miss I, out Jill. on. That yeah. way,
0: uh, we're going to miss out on, uh, you know, those women long for the touch of others' lips and thus invited their kisses. We're gonna, Yeah, but anyway. All right, all right. This Look, is a, Carol,
2: this- just imagine if Netflix brought over Megalobox oh, and right. they right. did not translate right. the title as... I drive a dog to kill, but will never break him. Yes. I'm glad you can recall that just <laughs> as easily
0: as I can recall a certain legendary 1988 sites fiction. OVA. <sighs> okay. Well, we got that one in uh, that reference into, so we're good. Um, yes. So let, let's, let's keep this thing moving. Cause we want to keep this, uh, this one tight yes. here. Other minor thing is, well, I guess this isn't really minor in a practice. I don't think this is minor at all. I think this is a more worthwhile thing to bring up. They did not uh, show the on. Like any of the on-screen text translated, that's so, a major issue. I this think this seems
2: particularly
0: egregious because particularly, this is not a, uh, this is not just a localization choice. This
2: is like you're actively a directorial choice, right? But but what I mean is you're you're actively denying your viewer like valid information that is being presented within the context of the show. You know, like that text is not just, the
1: re- how do they do the recap episode then with all that text?
2: In the right? Recap? Like is that just is that just like Unbroken Japanese for like ten minutes straight. Yeah, like, they
0: didn't. I didn't check the Ryukx Cap episode specifically, but like in the the first episode, like all the like the the white like military documentary text is all like like untranslated not,
2: that, and, yeah, yeah, yeah wow. As we talk about stuff like that and like you know how you know for example Trigger would kind of go on to take that like directing choice with stuff like Kill the Kill, and I guess even to an extent Girth lagan does it a little bit as well, right? Like. The text on screen is like a very specific directorial choice. It, it it is as much a part of the visual visuals and the storytelling as anything else in that show. Right, and like this is not this is not the difference between like for example not translating the Japanese street sign that says stop sign. Like you know, like there's right. there an argument to be made about whether that is worth translating or not. You know, but something as major as like the diegetic text that is literally like. Literally appearing like is literally hard coded into the shot. Yes, that
0: seems how, like how a
2: really questionable uh, uh, decision.
0: Yeah, again, is this just laziness or is that a choice? I, I,
2: and I, I guess I, I'm very curious. Like I, can actually, you know, I would. Here's the thing. I mean, I would, I would call them fucking wrong, but I would love to see an argument for not translating the on-screen text. I guess because I am curious. Like, is there a is there the, actually the like rationale. An intentional
0: rationale behind I, it? I can't imagine there is. Like, what would it be other than we've decided this is? Like, I don't know. Make it lost. more exotic. Make it seem more Japanese. I guess. Like, oh,
2: look, there's mysterious information you don't get. We're right. Like, if your
0: if you're, your whole point of localization is to simulate as best you can the experience of a native speaker, like a, a somebody right. Japanese person watching, it's going to know what that says. So it's not like yeah,
2: uh, I mean. You know, I'm going to use this excuse to just give a shout out to the Yakuza games localization team because, like, one of the that best. Is, that is also a video game that does a lot of like on-screen text for like notable figures and like events, and like they make sure to translate that. And hell, they even make sure that the the the, the font fits the original like style. And like yep. that has a notable and I think beneficial effect to a. A, in our case, a foreigner's understanding of of the work.
0: Yep. So,
2: whether it's a choice right. or
0: not, that's a big oversight, and will definitely definitely makes the show more of a challenge to understand. Um, but I mean, that is what it is, I guess. Uh-huh. I want I want to swap these two things on the notes here. I think I want okay. to. I think I want to talk about the swear words first. We're starting <laughs> to get into.
1: We Weed, the weeds here. I think.
2: Yeah, these are. We- hey, if, if if there is nothing, the Glorio Network is not good at. It is, uh, it yeah, is yeah, not yeah. our capability
0: to get lost in the <laughs> fucking weeds. So they've chosen to basically pull out all the swear words in English, which you could make a okay. case I'd, for. Yeah, but go ahead, Iroh.
1: <laughs> this is all stuff that's like. I would expect to happen in a fresh localization, right? Like, yes. Like people. Okay. People are mad about the line and end of Evangelion, which, uh, where Shinji, in the dub Shinji says, like, I'm so fucked up. Right. Um,
0: yeah. and he says, in I Japanese,
1: think- it's something along the lines of like, I'm the lowest or whatever. Yeah. I don't speak Japanese point is like, it's wild to me that people are mad that that got removed, that the line is changed because as far as I recall, back in the day, people were mad about that line being I'm so fucked up because it was like adding a swear word to the, to the line or whatever. And so it's like, is it just that people are like, there's 20 years of the mental image of what Evangelion is that's, like being potentially shaken up here and I feel yeah, like I mean like
2: a lot of cases that's what people are mad about yeah i i think you know look as somebody who has not finished the show and has you know only watched the fight scenes from <laughs> end of evangelion I, I would kind of echo your sentiment ero that there is often a danger in these kind of works to almost ascribe a you know a sort of immutable holy aspect to them you know the to 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 uh, to echo that one you know Meme of like, you know, Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi shouting, you know, the holy texts. Like, <laughs> I think there is often a danger in, like, ascribing a little too much uh, reverence in a particular interpretation of of things, you know? Uh, yeah. And, and, and that is the, that is the thing I, I don't want to imply that that old interpretation is not valid right 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 of course not i'm just you know like the point is,
1: the point is at some point you're quibbling
2: over like, yeah. a dubs translation of the original or whatever right and so that's why i think i think what we're trying to establish here in our discussion is that we are not like you know, necessarily. I mean, you know, the on-screen texting is an entirely like that's a directorial choice. That's Something different. like this, I think we are not necessarily condemning it outright. We are kind of more speed to the idea of this discourse that is has surrounded it as like kind of missing the forest for the trees. You know, like there are things that are worth pointing out about how Netflix has handled Evangelion and quibbling over mm-hmm. like specific wording. I think you know is
0: yeah. Well, let's talk about then. A more bizarre <laughs> choice, uh, <laughs> which has a bit of a context we can talk about. And my personal favorite thing that I found the most amusing out of all of this. Uh, so all of the Evangelion pilots are referred to as you know whatever child they are to, based on the order first that secondary. they've been discovered. Right. So Ray, Ray is the first child, Asuka is the second child, right. but, is the third child. In right?
1: Japanese, it's consistently the first children, the second children, third children. In English. Even though yes. they're speaking Japanese, huh. yeah. So uh, I I uh, noticed that when original, you're watching, <laughs> yeah. lot still- of, like that went through. I I seem to recall stories of them having a lot of arguments with Guy Next. That like yeah, like we know you have your terms that you want us to use. Like we have to call them angels. it Has to be called the Human Instrumentality Project, etc. But it it's not going to be good if we if if everyone's speaking English and we're calling these people the First Children. Like, yeah. that's, that doesn't
0: play. I yeah. actually tried to find the original primary sources for that, but I think it's so ancient that. I think the
1: commentary track. Um, Again. I'm I mean, talking. This I is, mean this on, is what on the said internet. In the but- last,
2: this is why I said in the last fucking podcast about the Tsurumaki comments. Like, we're just. Uh, we're we speaking to fucking unsourced hearsay that we have no capability of actually, like, no, this properly the- referencing because the sacred text of it
0: lost. No, th- this, <laughs> this actually, this actually was true though, that this was a point of contention between, uh, Gynax and the, and the, the dub, uh, production.
2: No, I, I definitely don't Where, deny it. I, I just, I, I wish we had, I, I wish I'm we not, had, d- wish I citation guess, needed. Right. I, what I'm saying here is I don't, disbelieve you guys. In fact, I entirely believe what you're saying, because I totally, I can totally believe that the localization team had to argue with the domestic Japanese team about some of their dumbass wording. That happens all the fucking time in Japanese video game localization. But, right. I just wish that we could, like, you know, post in the show notes, like, you know, refer to minutes here to here <laughs> in the commentary track well, of episodes such and such on this specific
0: DVD collection. Well, Regardless of what has happened in the past, uh, I guess basically in the the original dub, they did eventually convince them to let them use the grammatically correct first child, second child, third child. And that's good. Which was the correct choice. I would um, not be able to take
2: it very seriously if they were
0: like, oh, the mysterious third children. Well like that's uh that's what they did in the Netflix dub.
1: Okay, so uh, it, wait, you know, they actually say out loud like that in the dub? Yes. Oh man.
0: So so like I'll give you the example sentence with the first one I heard because I watched the episode I watched was episode nine, both of you dance like you want to win because that's yes. one of my favorite episodes. So that's the one A I Dub. And um, the first time I heard it is when uh Asuka uh, is at school in the beginning. And she's like, oh, you know, the first child is here. And she says, oh, the first children is here.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, again, so this is, I think this is why I think this is worth pointing out. Like, you know, to any listener that thinks, oh, we seem to be flip-flopping a lot. I think we want to make it clear that what we're, we're not necessarily trying to come out with a specific stance here, but we were trying to have a discourse about how Netflix has handled the localization, you know, is that, I think this is definitely an area where, again, I think, Despite me literally going on a tangent about, you know, we shouldn't ascribe too much, like, reverence to the old interpretation, <laughs> that there's certainly a validity in, like, good localization knows what to push back against the original translation. Right. Like, I don't want to turn this into a tangent about how there are certain fucking, you know, grognard dickheads on the internet right, who, right. like, think that a 1-1 translation is, like, a good localization. It's, all, it's always a know, push but, and
1: pull between yeah. bringing the work to the Watcher and bringing the Watcher to the work.
2: Yeah and you know I think that it is important for localization teams localization teams to bring up with the domestic team hey look like we respect the intent of your work but like if we translate this one for one it's not going to it's not going to play with our audience like it's going to come off as goofy and amateurish you know in the way that like A lot of like old anime dubs were not just because of the quality of the voice actors, but also because of like the quality of the translations
0: themselves leading to like weird clunky terminology. I'm going to be diplomatic and say that uh, using the child instead of children is like 95% the correct way to do it if you want to make a 5% case <laughs> that of using the children for those people out there that feel like the translation... I feel like the only case you can make is... Intent. Yeah,
2: I feel like the only case you can make is uh, that's how it is in the original. I right. mean, that's the Good thing, minute. right? Some some terms are worth keeping because they are iconic and they evoke like a certain mystery and tone to them, right? Like, yes, like Human Instrumentality Project right. or Calling the Bad Guys Angels. Like, there is always that push and pull. There are some terms that are definitely worth keeping, you know? Like, you know, I would hate to imagine like the version of Evangelion where like the dubs are like human instrumentality project. That's too many words. Let's just call it uh, the bad man plot or yeah. something. <laughs> I mean, I'm going I'm going to
1: put a uh, another example in here. Um in the Fate series, of their special Chulainn <laughs> yeah. Like, the prescribed term that they gave when dubbing the first anime is Noble Phantasm, right? Yeah, exactly. And, like, in Japanese, the word is, like, precious tool or something. You're like, Ugh. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> that's, that's way lamer, right? Like, I mean, I mean, that one. Yeah, yeah, like, actually, I mean, I, I don't mean to go on this tangent here, but do they, have they, re- do they still use that same translation or has the Japanese gone on to actually call them? noble phantasms you know, so like well. it's, it's always the same word in Japanese just like, oh, and like okay and interesting because you can look at
1: like the earliest fan subs of the first fade anime that that will say a hogu in the
2: subs with translators No, Translate yeah
0: a precious tool
2: yeah 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 no I totally agree that is totally a case of like a way labor translation <laughs> no. as a result of it being literal anyway
0: yeah speaking of a precious tool um <laughs> The, the, uh, okay. the, single so the single most uh, biggest thing that's gotten people angry is related to uh, Karu, uh-huh. uh, who is a character that appears later in the series. That I don't want to get into the details because G has not watched the entire series. And oh, Karu? Sure. Like, who's that? I've I mean, never he heard that name is, before. But I'm, I, I'm basically going to say that the the controversy boils down to the age old question of how do you translate the words "koi" and "ski" into English. And uh-huh. uh, in the original dub, they were love, and they have now been changed to like.
1: Again, uh, like I said, I think this is people quibbling over the, like subtext added in the translation, rather than necessarily like
2: yeah ambiguity
1: I mean, in the original
2: language. Between yeah. I, I, again, as somebody who has not, you know, look, as I've said before, because of cultural osmosis. I'm pretty damn well aware of Kaworu and his whole deal, just because, look, that's just how it happens. But I don't know all the context, and I don't know all the details, so forgive me if I overstep my bounds here. But I guess the vibe I've always gotten is that, again, it is that feeling of people ascribing a lot of reverence to the original interpretation. Interpretation, because it gave, like, a subtext and a representation to, you know, like... Voices and demographics in anime fandom that perhaps had not felt like they had ever been addressed and 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 represented. Which is, in, yeah, which, is not, in to say, which is not to say that that
1: subtext is, isn't there. Like, I would say it is there, just. Yeah. At some point, you're arguing I, over word choice.
2: In, yeah, yeah. And, and I guess it, it really. And again, I don't want to like castigate people for maybe reaching a little too far for certain th- so right. things, you know? Like, I mean. Look, there is a whole lot of discourse in certain corners of the anime fandom about like if Shar and Amuro's relationship can be construed as queer or not. Which I, I have plenty of thoughts about that. Yes, I have plenty of thoughts on on the validity of that. But
0: I think this is a very different situation. But yes,
2: but yes, yes. And my point is that I think fans have always fans have always wanted to find things that reflect them in. In, in in the in the media and culture that they consume, you know? And I don't think we ever want to imply that th- that desire is invalid. You
1: don't want to take but, anything away from anybody. Right.
0: Yeah, I think um I think you know those interpretations of Karu and Shinji's relationship are Valid takes that can be supported by the subtext, but I don't think they are definitive. Let's put it that way.
2: Yeah, I think that uh, is a fair
0: take, and so I would not, I would not begrudge anybody who wants to read it that way. I just don't think it's definitive enough where you where it necessarily merits outrage at a at, at this particular change. Because I mean, yes, like is a lot sh- is not as strong a word as love, but in the you like know, the
1: words the words you. Right. It was, like, the word used as I don't speak Japanese. Uh, this is just based on my understanding of context after having watched anime for a very long time. it um, well, clearly makes you an expert. Oh, uh, right? God. I'm not an expert, but like <laughs> my understanding is the word is, like, closer to like than a word specifically for romantic love, but...
0: It's almost it's it's almost entirely context with like with with yeah. the, with ski in particular where and,
2: and, and I guess that's why I would even go as far as say like if again don't want to say that those takes aren't valid but I guess if you have issues with the subtext not being strong enough I feel like that is more an issue to take with the original creators rather than necessarily. The people whose job is to translate and localize it as best they can. I mean, you know, I, I, I hate, I hate pulling that card of like, well, you have to look at the original creator's intention. But like, All right? If that is a criticism you have with the work, I think that is a criticism more deservedly aimed at. Here
0: is the thing: uh, the creators, rather than those who are tasked with interpreting it. If you watch the scene, and I, okay, I, I should bring up so it, the, this the 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 like love thing is what really set people off, but. The, when they he says coy earlier, which is usually translated "love," and right. they translate it as like "my grace.
1: grace." Right, right, right. You're worthy that, of that's my That's a little more questionable. So, but yeah, that was that
0: was suspect. Um, I think I huh, think like, that is a. I think the like love still has the same implication in the context of the scene, even if it's not technically a strong word in English. If you if you're watching the scene, I don't think it changes. Mm-hmm your reading on what is going on between the two of them. Um but the, the, the your grace thing is dumb. I'll I'll give them that <laughs> one.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah that is a weird that is a weird again I have zero context. Like
0: again I've yeah I've seen and heard a lot there's but no zero context. There's no translating where that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but there's also bears noting like
1: I've never watched Ivan and dubbed. Like I've only seen t-bits. Really? You've yeah, I've, seen, only,
2: I've watched only watched it? it. I've only watched the Japanese. You're the only dude here who has watched it in English, uh, uh, Jeff.
0: I, I mean, I've watched it both equally, basically in both. Right, uh, right. Japanese. Um, <laughs> so, I guess all of this is leading to this big question that we've we started touching on earlier. Of with this show, it feels like, and I've heard this sentiment from people who actually translate uh, Japanese for a living they're getting the impression that whoever did the localization either knew nothing about Evangelion or was like intentionally not paying attention to the context of like the previous localization and I think that's why people are mad because like we said people have developed right. this reverence for the, the the terminology and the certain words and phrases that are have now become you know quotable and iconic over the past 25 years. Which I can understand to a certain extent, but I do think there is, I think, I think if that's going to be your priority, then you, you put more effort into getting the original dub. Um, If your priority is to start with a clean slate, I think it is fair to let the team try to make a fresh interpretation on what the work is supposed to be. And, um... I guess I and, and I don't think I, I guess the question is 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 this a good or a bad thing because I don't you know, think there is a you know a hundred percent. I
2: but, yeah I mean sorry go ahead
1: zero. Like, I think back to like how we would get retranslations of old like Super Nintendo games right <laughs> and uh, how a lot of the like lines and stuff in those translations even though they were not perfect translations were beloved.
0: Um, and you so can just, you can just say Final Fantasy Six.
1: So yeah, you can just say you spoony bard, right? Thomas spoony bard, like some of a, you son yeah. of a submariner, like right. stuff, stuff like Chrono Trigger. Like, <laughs> the, the funny example for me is Chrono Trigger because all the advertisements for Chrono Trigger DS said good morning, Chrono, and then you get into the new translation and they do not say good morning, Chrono. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's what I mean, like, I think. When there is this amount of reverence built up, it's a good idea to keep that in mind when making a new version uh if like perhaps not let it guide your entire process but right, it's worth understanding that that's there that there's an expectation
2: yeah i I definitely agree i kinda i think i think i i, I think I kind of eventually echo your sentiment on this era that like I know it sounds like a wishy-washy answer to be like kind of sit in the middle, but I think there really is kind of, you know, like everything. There is a push-pull between like the original interpretation does hold a lot of value for people. You know, like there is yeah. there is value to be found there, and that value is valid. And Multiple people have told me they will not be watched on Netflix because the original dub is not there. Yeah, it, totally. I mean, look, man, if they put Fully Cooley or Cowboy Bebop <laughs> on, on Netflix and it was not the original dubs – I wouldn't watch those either. Like Understandable, those, yeah. there are interpretations that I consider valuable to me. So I can understand the viewpoint of people who treat the, the Ava dub that way. But uh you know, and then but then there's also that, you know, again, it's a push-pull of like if it was literally just a one-for-one like retranslation of the dub, but like just with different voice actors, then Why didn't you watch it? Point? Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think there's always. I mean, maybe this is more. This was more of a a, a common and and prevalent thing back in the era of fan subs. Like, you know, of like. I I think fans have to remember that oftentimes the things that they consider valid are are interpretations, right? There there is no canon, so to speak. You know, Uh, a very like weirdly tiny, petty like example of this is uh in in Gurren Lagann right like the oh, big yeah, yeah, yeah. the big super attack is known as Giga well the official translation <laughs> for it is Giga Drill Break but before there was an official translation before there was an official subbing of it that was released for home you know media every single fan sub interpreted as Giga Drill Breaker and like that might seem like an extremely small, <laughs> like insignificant difference. Like but one of those
1: has more headspace in the fan base than
2: Yeah. Like you ask any you ask anybody like, yo, what's the big drill attack called? Like, everybody will tell you it's Giga Drill Breaker. Nobody, like a fucking cop <laughs> will tell you it's Giga Drill Breaker. <laughs> you know? Like and and yeah. so I think there it is a difficult thing to figure out because like you know, if they ever, you know, I don't know, if they ever decided like redub and retranslate Gurren Lagann, like maybe there's a little bit of expectation and hope that they would quote unquote do it correctly this time, and right? I like recall a uh, situation.
1: Cause this is a tangent. Um, Dragon Ball Kai, when that was redubbed, when that was dubbed, um, there was a there was an uncut version of that dub, and there was a cut version of that dub they produced for television. And in the uncut version, Vegeta says it's over eight thousand and crushes his scouter. And uh, specifically, for the, <laughs> specifically for the new the new dub for the like edited version of Dragon Ball <laughs> Kai, they had Chris Sabat scream, "It's over nine thousand and crush the scouter."
0: Yeah, so I think Iroh, That's I to your earlier point where you can A do homage, like, right. right. You can do you can do the 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 new dub, but. Still pay homage or or respect the the previous work in key areas, right? Yeah, uh, which maybe that's maybe that's really the best way to go. I I think I just keep coming back to the like, why did you even redub it at all? Because where I would poke kind of holes in the in the the Super Nintendo game comparison like those original bad translations. Yeah. I mean, I, I I hate to say they're bad because if you read the stories behind them, they did the best they could with what they had to work with. But they were bad translations. Let's be honest. They're bad. They were bad translations and the new ones are clearly improvements where as with this one, I, I, I think it's a, you know, it's a side grade. It's not, it's not, I wouldn't necessarily say it was better from what I've seen. Like the, the original dub is a pretty solid dub. Like it's, it's, I mean, it's, Still feels like maybe a little nineties-ish, but for especially for the time, it was a very good dub, and even now I think it holds up pretty good. Um, so, you know, I guess if that's not an option, though, you know, what is the best course of action? And I think there is some validity to just starting with a clean slate. the The yeah, risk being that you're going to piss everybody off, which is what happened.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I think <laughs> it, it's 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 an unfortunate side effect, but uh, of the like, of kind of the like you know the the necessity of like making media like easy to consume i I don't even i don't even mean in terms of like accessibility of like how easy it is to get the media but like how easy is it to get the what is the quote-unquote definitive version of the media you know i mean you know i'll keep this short because we're already running a little long but like for example like you know uh, Gundam Gundam's like localization in the west has always been weird because the rights to distribute in the west have been held by like a thousand different fucking people There's
1: a foreword in the novelization of the original Gundam from the original translator of when they first came out who was like yeah. I got a lot of people getting mad at me because of how I romanized the names before there was enough any official versions
2: Right and so like you know Th- that is totally a case where it's like there are <laughs> not half a dozen that's too much but there are uh, quite a few different dubs and takes and translations on like <laughs> the older gundams you know like if you're older than wing or g like you know the chance of you having like a definitive like t- version like to legally acquire is like right kind of an awful quagmire you know I mean? it wasn't until like the right stuff like yeah. acquisitions that we have finally started to like approach something resembling like a definitive you know uh, uh, yeah
1: uh, interpretation oh, of it flipping so. through the audio tracks in the gundam movie and like for the same scene and getting almost completely
2: different right right like you have like, like four different audio tracks it's 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 a mess and like i totally understand the desire like for better or worse i think i can under i can understand the rationale of netflix's desire just like look we're just gonna have our one version and that's it you don't have to get confused you go on netflix you're like huh i want to watch the show with the purple robot with the high top kicks like (laughs) there you go it's right there watch it like i mean so I, i do understand that i think at the same time, we are still entirely in our right to criticize
0: like certain editorial
2: choices they made.
0: I mean they do also have the um, the Japanese audio so. Right, yes. so, <laughs> that, uh, that.
2: but but that's thing. Then is the translation different? Like, is
0: it is, is the for is, is, uh, children? It is a it is a slightly different translation. I but I I think they some of the like I think I saw the like the your grace thing is still in there. Like I was watching of that. Um, so does the
1: Netflix do subtitle, subtitle tracks or dub title tracks for their anime? Oh, that's a good point. I, oh no, that's what I was
0: saying. It, it, the 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 subtitle translation was different from what I saw. Okay. Okay. So it's not a dub title thing.
2: Okay. All right, well, that's good. I was gonna say, you'd hope that Netflix could at least. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I watched, watched a very. Minimum.
0: I watched a very small s- snippet of the the subtitle, so I maybe there's like a chance I'm wrong, but I I I think right. feel like that's something that would have popped up pretty quickly, but um, but yeah, so. I think that's going to do it then. We wanted to keep this tight and we're already well over. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I guess uh, I'll, I'll probably check out some more more of it in the upcoming episodes for our podcast because we still have like uh, 40% of the show to watch. Put your platinum collection on eBay while well, it's worth a lot. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I should uh, start hawking that now. If anybody wants it, I have like the full big box set. It's not the, it's not the condensed one. Like I have like the individual volumes with the, the big, like six inch wide box and everything. So, uh, you know, hit me up on, uh, wherever, <laughs> wherever you can hit me up on Twitter or whatever. You can
2: send a payment to GMB. gel at, yeah, at uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, we'll see. And I actually, I don't have a copy of end of Evangelion. So I might end up watching it on Netflix. We'll see how that goes. Um, so, uh, and yeah, so that'll do it. We will catch everybody for the, uh, the next episode of this podcast. Uh, I, I don't want to go through all the housekeeping on this one, go to the and you'll see all our stuff there, including all of our other podcasts and everything. So go check that out and, uh, we'll catch everybody next time.